When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833 833- 995 gold that's 833-995-GOLD, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. All right, second hour of Clay and Buck kicks off right now. And as we are talking to you, the House of Representatives vote for Speaker of the House is underway uh, in real time here. Because as you know, we are live. Um, Jim Jordan is at 38 votes. McCarthy is at two votes, and Jeffries is at 37 votes. So we will, this hour, um, have an update for you on whether we have a new House speaker. Um, I I do believe that when all said and done, it is going to be Jim Jordan, but it may take a few votes to get there. I think last I checked, there was something... There were, it was a single digit for sure, uh, holdouts on Jim Jordan. And it was just a, a very small number, um, at that, but that's been changing hour by hour. So as we have updates for you, oh, Jordan just got to 41. You know, as we have updates, we will tell you, uh, whether or not this is a settled issue and we can talk more about the implications. I want to bring us back for a second now, if I could, to, uh, to representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, AOC, and what she has been saying here about the situation in Gaza and the Israeli response to the mass casualty, uh, really mass murder terror attack by Hamas um, that happened last week. And I think that this was a... Look, AOC is not somebody that I would go to for advice on, well, anything, but certainly on national security, military affairs, uh, intelligence matters, intelligence in the broadest sense, we could say here with AOC, but specifically like CIA, Mossad intelligence stuff, too. And here she is trying to explain to CNN. And it was interesting, Clay, because CNN's Abby, Abby Phillip was 
wasn't just going along with this one. Uh, you know, at CNN, they do, um, they, they, you know, they're a mainstream, if you will, Democrat network. And so they don't put a lot of, uh, big Hamas fans on the air over at CNN. And so there was a little bit of a pushback here. Let's, let's start with this one. Here's AOC trying to explain why now, after the mass casualty terror attack, with Hamas having suffered very little, uh, reprisal or response, AOC wants a ceasefire. Play 26. I think what's important to note about a ceasefire is that it's not one-sided. Hamas has been sending thousands of rockets into Israel as well. And what is important is for us to identify our goal in terms of what safety means, in terms of what defense means. But and I think, I may, Congresswoman, I think the position from Israel's perspective is that there was already an attack. Mm-hmm. And Hamas already committed an attack. Mm-hmm. After that happened, do you really believe that they should not respond to that? I think what is important in terms of response is Israel does have a right to to self-defense. I think what we need to take a look at in this situation is if collective punishment qualifies as defense. Clay, it strikes me it's it's just it's it's babble. It's nonsense. It's it's gibberish meant to avoid offending the far left constituents who are the biggest supporters of AOC and many of whom are supporters at some level of Hamas. Can we go back to the open there? I don't know if you, I don't know if my mic was on, if you heard me laughing. Did you hear her, Buck, explain what a ceasefire is? Yes. <laughs> as if, as if people are like, I mean, are there people who think that the ceasefire actually means you fight? Can we play that just that first sentence again? I mean, this woman is an imbecile, but just, just listen to this as she explains what's important to know what a ceasefire actually means. Listen. I think what's important to note about a ceasefire is that it's not one-sided. Hamas has been sending thousands of rockets into Israel as well, and what is important is for us to identify our goal in terms of what safety okay. means. Okay, so, so it's not one-sided. A ceasefire that was one-sided would really not be a ceasefire at all, right? right. So, I, but, Well, what she's trying to say here is... There'd be some benefit to Israel as well because the rockets would stop. But Israel has the Iron Dome and is 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 well prepared to deal with those rockets. The Israelis also want to deal with the Viper's Nest that is Hamas leadership, and they cannot allow this to go. I mean, what what nation state, what country in the history of the world? would suffer an attack like this and then be like, hey, we're not going to do anything. Let's just talk. None. It's it's crazy. I mean, the, 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 but this is a constant theme. What the left does is they create a world where there are no standards to which you can hold Hamas. There are no standards. You know, there, there's no blame that can be cast on the Palestinians because, in fact, everything that the Palestinians and or Hamas does wrong is the fault of the Israelis. And then they also simultaneously will say that Israel must be held to standards that no other country is held to, that no other nation state is held to for, uh, you know, perfection in its military response when it comes to lack of civilian casualties or, you know, willingness to take threats to its core national security that no other country would accept. Well, Buck, we played that Mehdi Hassan uh, clip where he blamed conservative talk radio for the guy murdering someone. AOC is trying to argue the exact opposite, right? And this is what the left is trying to argue. 
They regularly argue that individual actors, whether it's Kyle Rittenhouse, whether it's uh, anybody who uh, committed a violation on January 6th of the law, that they are all directly representative for the larger group of which they are a small part, right? That there is a collective guilt that everybody is responsible for January 6th. If you're a Trump supporter, you're responsible for January 6th. If you're a conservative talk radio host uh, or a conservative talk radio listener, you're responsible for this murder that just happened. Meanwhile, anyone that Hamas is collectively not responsible for anything, right? That's the first argument is they're just responding to Israel's provocations, to Israel's existence, to Israel's uh, mass casualty events that they've caused. But then they simultaneously will say, oh, well, Hamas, that you can't connect them to Gaza because not every member of Hamas is also supported by every resident of Gaza. And so you come back to and you want collective guilt on what is comparatively a small incident like, hey, this one conservative talk radio listener maybe committed a murder and therefore this is caused by listening to conservative talk radio. But there is no responsibility for anyone in Palestine for what Hamas did at all. So it, it's it's a refusal. Ultimately, what the left fails at, Buck, is individual responsibility. They can't ever accept that you are the captain of your own ship, that you are, to steal from Seinfeld, the master of your domain, that you are responsible for the individual life choices that you make. All of it is collective if you fail, and if your enemies fail, it's collective. But there's never any individual responsibility. That's really what it kind of boils down to. She she continues oh, this is with, worse. with her analysis here, which I think people should hear. Play it. For Israel to deal with Hamas, which uh, is a force that is actually detrimental to Palestinians. Absolutely. How else are they supposed to address a violent militant, mm-hmm. some, say, terrorist group, other than to go in there right. and, and take them on directly? Well... You know, when we talk about going in there, I think we should also keep in mind President Biden's statements uh, as well about what a potential, what the implications of a potential ground invasion would be. This is an inherently complex situation. I do believe that Hamas needs to be dealt with. But how, I think, is what I'm And I think what we're trying to figure out right now is that this present situation of collective punishment and, and indiscriminate attack is is one approach, but we are seeing the, the issues and the complications with that approach now. I mean, there's this notion of, of collective punishment. Um, you know, there there's, first of all, there are all these different groups in this country that there's the uh, divest, divest Israel movement, and there's, you know, the UN passes all these condemnations, uh, you know, UN resolutions that condemn Israel. You know, they, they ignore like, you know, North Korea and they ignore, you know, what's going on in the Sudan and places like China, but you know, China. Yeah. But they're always condemning Israel, as you know, um, beyond that though, when she, first of all, she's just saying things like this is complicated. We know it's complicated. No one's saying that there aren't complexities involved here. Uh, it's a very serious and very tragic situation. Um, and that's apparent to, to all. But I, I also, I think that the CNN anchor, uh, Abby, Abby Phillips ma- makes the very good and essential point, which is these are terrorists who want to murder Israelis. They just showed us this. What, what do you want to have happen here? It, it, it reminds me a little bit of the movement on the left when there's somebody who's like running around, wants to stab everybody and they're like, send a social worker. 
It's like sometimes a social worker is not going to get it done. In fact, sometimes it's immoral to respond to force with something other than force because you have people that you are obligated to protect. The Israeli nation has an obligation to Israelis and to Jews and to everybody who lives in the state of Israel to deal with this threat, right? I mean, you know, if someone, during a home invasion, someone breaks into your home, you've got a gun, they've got a gun, that's not the time to say, hey, I think it's, I think it's time for us to have a ceasefire. They're in your home. They're a threat to you. Well, even crazier, once they shoot you, you don't get to argue that then we should have a ceasefire, right? Like, that is that is effectively what's going on. Is we got an update. We got yeah, the breaking news get... right now is that Jim Jordan. I thought this was going to happen. Fails to win the House Speaker seat. It's Jordan ninety two, Scalise three, McCarthy three, Jeffries eighty seven, and then others at three. So he so, could only lose, I think, five. Right? Is that the math right yes. now? I think partly I, I it's think a little bit of a mess because some people can decide not to vote and other people can decide not to show up. So he's got, he's got to get. He can only lose five votes before all is said and done. So uh, three for Scalise and three for McCarthy and three others, and then it's all Jeffries on the uh, on the for the rest of the of the Democrat votes here. Um, so we're gonna go through the, we're gonna go through this process again. <laughs> you know, we're gonna go through. There's gonna be some negotiations is going to be uh i was going to say smoke-filled rooms but it's actually kind of hard to find a smoke-filled room these days only a couple uh, of places in dc i think morton steakhouse still allows you to smoke oh that's actually a really great point yeah uh, because when i was in college there indoor smoking was still kind of they, it was right when it was getting phased out wasn't new york city the first place to do away with yes. uh indoor smoking one of the that is what let me let me just one say of the this. authoritarian bloomberg moves that i gotta tell you I supported. I abandoned well, my is, principles to support that. That is a golden change. I, I, I get it, like all the nanny state stuff, but anybody who has ever been, a women in particular, if you ever went in a crowded, smoke-filled bar, I, it wasn't as big of a deal for men. You ever talk to women about their hair and how nasty their hair, because the hair just yeah. soaks up all the smoke and everything else, your clothes... Like that is one that would that Bloomberg one billion percent got right, and everybody else copied it. Mayor Bloomberg, he's a lib, but he's a he was a great mayor of New York City. You know, maybe if you were if you were part of the big soda community, you didn't like him, but there were a lot of uh, a lot of things that he did as mayor. Let the police department do its thing, kept the city safe. Uh, you know, Remember, it's just the truth. To be fair, initially, didn't they say that they were going to make a lot less money in bars on alcohol? Yes, there was a that, huge, oh my gosh, the restaurant industry is going to shut down. Not true at all. Yeah. Not, not like even a little did. bit true. Seems like they came through. And by the way, the idea that, for those of us who are old enough to remember it, that you could have a smoking section and a non-smoking section it's in a restaurant. And sometimes it's basically like COVID, right? Yeah. Sometimes you'd be separated by like, you know, three feet from the smoking versus the non-smoking. Yeah, that was crazy. It, Clay, they, they used to allow smoking on airplanes. I, I can't. I, I, I was not alive on international for that era. flights. Yeah. I, can you imagine how awful that was? No. That's one of the things that Horrible. stands out to me when I would watch Mad Men, for instance. Is they're flying, you know, from New York to LA or whatever, and yeah, they oh, just yeah. pull out cigarettes and start smoking. I, I will say this is the one I I like to think that I approach my politics with with very consistent principles. When it comes to the issue of smoking, I'm like, ban it. I don't care. <laughs> I don't I don't care if it's in the Constitution, the state Constitution. I I don't care. I don't I don't. Well, when I say ban it, people should be allowed to do it, but I just mean I don't want it in restaurants. Yeah, and bars.
or airplanes. Uh, the Total Towers Foundation's Let Us Do Good Village in Florida is a community that will have about 100 homes for the foundation's program participants when construction's finished. Some families have already moved in, including a Gold Star family, the family of a severely injured hero who moved into the community's first smart home. The Let Us Do Good Village special place where together families can heal. It's a community where the children of our nation's fallen or severely injured heroes can grow up and experience life together. It's all thanks to an extraordinary donation of many acres of land and your generosity. Help America's greatest heroes and their families heal together. Make the Let Us Do Good Village the first of many communities like it. With every mortgage-free home, the foundation makes good on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices our heroes have made for our country and our communities. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel the Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. The supply chain of smarts, sanity, and truth. Uninterrupted. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Change the world for good by putting others before yourself to glorify God. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. With over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Let it flourish. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation, and three, historically, gold increases in value over time. 
You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. So, updating the ongoing vote inside of the House. There are going to be 10-plus Republicans voting against. We're now up to 13 no votes uh, against Jim Jordan. He could only get five. So I think the question that has to be asked uh, as they prepare potentially for a second vote is what do the no's want? Is this a horse trading situation? Because if you remember before, Buck, Kevin McCarthy and going all the way to whatever it was, 15 different ballots got involved in a horse trading um, situation and ultimately had to give away basically the legitimacy of his speakership because it didn't take very many uh, people to be able to call for a uh, for a new vote. So I think the question that is going to be asked as we complete the first roll call vote is where are the uh, votes going to end up? And let's say there's 15 or 20 people that vote against him. How do you get it back down to getting the votes or... Or is this a situation where the people who are voting against Jim Jordan are going to come out publicly after the first round and say, we are absolutely refusing to change our vote, in which case, I don't know what happens. Then you're in a stalemate, and uh, you have to find someone new to be nominated? I don't know. I, I think they'll they'll figure out something. They probably want some, to your, your point, they want some concessions out of Jordan. They They want him to... I don't know what they are, um, and also we, we should pull up a, a list when we know of exactly who the no votes are. Right now it's five for McCarthy, four for Scalise. Um, but, you know, this is also – I start to think that this starts to feel like a little bit of, of showmanship from some of the no votes as well because people are going to – and I know they would dis- – I don't even know who they are right now. I have, a, I have some idea. But it means everyone's going to say, oh, why are they voting no? And we all talk about them. And there's a little bit of a, of a tension that comes along with it because to our earlier point, and I think that this is, it's necessary to remember all this. The Speaker of the House is not going to be Speaker of the House for very long. It's not going to do very much. Yes. So, you know, the, and, and the country has some very serious problems that, yeah, you can't really address them with a divided government anyway, but I would rather, the House be focused in on its oversight role and be making the case to the American people. The the biggest role for the Republican House of Representatives is to win a bigger majority in the next election. Yeah, that's the and just basically thing. be a roadblock. Try to keep the Democrats from making things worse. And this is why I didn't, I wasn't in favor of replacing McCarthy in the first place because you got like a seven eight month lame duck at most speaker. Let's focus on Biden. Team at My Pillow has been making the namesake product available for 20 years now, making it the most popular pillow nationwide. And right now, the My Pillow has a new formula, the My Pillow 2.0. 
Same patented adjustable fill of the original MyPillow, this new fabric, game changer for sleep, especially if your body temperature fluctuates. You'll save 50% off the regular price of a queen-size MyPillow 2.0, now just $39.99. A king-size pillow, just 10 bucks more. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special square to get the queen-size MyPillow 2.0 for $39.99, king-size for just 10 bucks more. Enter the promo code Clay and Buck or call 800-792-3269 to get your MyPillow 2.0 today. That's MyPillow.com. Get hooked up. Use the code Clay and Buck. The money to corrupt Palestinian organizations and stood with Israel like no president in history, recognizing the eternal capital opening up the American embassy in Jerusalem. And recognizing Israeli sovereignty over the Golan Heights, that was a big deal. And with the historic Abraham Accords, we had peace in the Middle East. Can you believe that? We had peace until this character came along. He doesn't know what he was doing. His name was Crooked Joe Biden. And under Biden, it's danger, death, and destruction all over the world. That's what it's been. It's been a disaster. Trump last night there talking about, well... Pointing out, really, a truth, which is that the world, uh, uh, when it came to Trump as commander in chief and as president, had less war. I mean, he came in, crushed ISIS very quickly, uh, and then there was no Russian invasion of Ukraine, where there certainly was no uh, terrorist attack on Israel of the scale that we just saw conducted by Hamas, and Trump... <clears throat> was initially, Clay, uh, somebody who, on a foreign policy level, that was one of the places the left went after him the most. I remember, you know, uh, Paul Krugman. Did we talk about the Krugman thing? I don't think we mentioned. Uh, a few days ago, he tweeted, He's this is the Nobel laureate New York Times columnist, and he shared some graphic and said, we have defeated inflation, and it wasn't very hard. And the graphic he shared was inflation dropping if you take out food, Fuel, rent, and like used cars, I think, or something yes. like that. So if you, if you don't need energy or food, uh, or gasoline, uh, heating oil, et cetera, you're, you're doing, you're doing great. You're doing great. That was kind of the, I think he has since walked He out. apologized. Yeah. But what an idiot. I mean, he's supposed to be a Nobel Prize in winning. economics. Yes. Right? It's like, not so like he's a Nobel Prize guy be... for peace and he happens to not know how to like add and subtract. That's uh, right. So anyway, that, that was, uh, that was a, a, a moment for him. Um, but Trump, they said the, uh, you know, when he won the election, I remember the people were sharing, oh, the economy's dropping. Because we know the economy was very robust. On international affairs, he didn't have foreign policy experience, but did a, just look at the reality of the four years when he was president and what our enemies were doing and what they weren't doing. So I think that's important. He also, was out in, uh, he also was talking about how today, well, we'll, we'll fast forward to today, Clay, um, that it's ridiculous that while he should be out com- campaigning, he has to, as he did today, appear in this civil trial in New York, play 20. I should be in Iowa now, I should be in New Hampshire now, I should be in South Carolina now, or someplace else campaigning. The good news is we're about 60 points up on everybody, and we're leading Biden by 11. And that's why they're doing this, because this is all coming out of Washington. 
The judge is going to make a decision. Now, the judge, I've got to respect the judge and like the judge. I like him, but it's not fair because I don't know how he can make a fair decision on this. He's got all the Democrats pushing him left and right, pushing him around like a pinball. And it's a very unfair situation that they put me in. I want a jury. I'm entitled to a jury. But this is a case that should have never been brought. So so does he not have it? So he still doesn't have a jury in this New York City civil trial. And what is the situation as it plays out here? I think it's a bench trial. Right. And, and I don't know the procedural aspects by which a bench versus jury trial in a civil context like this is undertaken in New York City. Uh, I, I have no idea. So I, I don't know the procedures. I'm sure there are people out there listening who could analyze that from a legal perspective because they deal with with things like this from a procedural basis on a regular uh, regular occurrence. But the the real rubber meets the road situation here, Buck is, and we kind of let people know that this was coming. What is Chutkin going to do when she inevitably says? So that's the DC that he trial. Is violated. This is different yeah, yeah. than the civil in New York. Yeah, correct. So civil in New York, like whatever, like that that is. I understand Trump cares about it, and from a business perspective, it's illegitimate, it's worthless. The only reason it's happening is because he decided to run as a Republican for elective office from New York. Okay, that that's that story. But I don't think it's going to impact in any way the uh, the election itself in terms of what happens in that courtroom. Okay, so the gag order that has come down, the two- to three-page, I was reading Julie Kelly has kind of dissected it, uh, from Judge Chutkin, and that's in the, and I get it's confusing, this is in the D.C. court, which is right now scheduled to go to trial on March 4th and is related to charges brought by Jack Smith associated with January 6th. So the question that I have now, having read that order, Buck, basically it's all at Judge uh, Chutkin's discretion. Trump is going to violate the gag order. <laughs> I, I agree with you on this one. 100% Trump is going to violate the gag order the way that she has written. What is she going to punish him by doing? One opportunity is fines. That is whatever. I think Trump will pay the fines. Like, you know, you're basically being and, 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 and being taxed on that. What is more troubling is the potential buck that she could order a house arrest or even order an arrest. Because not only is he going to violate the gag order, buck, I think he's going to violate the gag order. 45 times. So Trump last night, Clay, addressed this. Yes. And just, you know, because sometimes we bring this up and people say, don't even talk about such a thing. Okay. Trump is saying himself, I will go to jail to save the country. Play. The judge uh, gave a gag order today. Did you hear that on speech? Which I believe is totally. The judge gave a gag order. The judge doesn't like me too much. Her whole life is not liking me. But uh, she gave a gag order. You know what a gag order is? You can't speak badly about your opponent. But this is weaponry all being done because Joe Biden is losing the election and losing very, very badly to all of us in the polls. He's losing badly. But what they don't understand is that I am willing to go to jail if that's what it takes for our country to win and become a democracy again. Can I just take a step back here? The former president of the United States and leading Republican presidential contender is saying, I'm willing to go to jail yeah. at campaign rallies. <laughs> that is where we are right now. Well, and again, we had Julie on yesterday, 
But I think it's so important to kind of put in people's minds where we are because the, the analogy that I've used, Buck, and, and I think it's a good one for a lot of you out there, sometimes people get engaged and you're like, you know this means that you end up getting married, right? And it's not a couple that you think should be getting married. And so you're like, yeah, we're going to have a wedding next year. And a lot, I think a lot of times guys make this decision because they feel pressure. They've been dating they, they a long time. They think it buys them time. It they think not. it buys them time. It does not buy them time. What it does is give you a definitive date by which your time ends. And a lot of guys are like, okay, well, we'll get married next year. You know, you hear a guy be like, well, we didn't want to rush it. So we're going to be married engaged for 18 months. I'm always suspicious when people are engaged for like, you know, 20 months. Like, really? You couldn't find any time to get married? Anyway. And if you're a woman and you're listening right now and you're engaged to a guy and he's like, well, we don't need to rush this. We can do this in 22 months. Like, oh, why? Well, you know, just be skeptical, I would say in general. But once you get engaged, eventually it means that you either get married or you have to call off the engagement. I don't think I, I, I Democrats have so accelerated their war against Trump that I think they liked the sugar rush of we're charging him with a crime. Yeah. Now look at this. And in some way, they thought the charges would make them feel better than they have. And as we're getting closer to this trial, it's starting to raise questions which are very strange but need to be discussed, such as, are you really going to try to put the president of the United States, former president, current leading political contender to be president again, in prison for profoundly political-related charges? And I think where Trump can call the bluff on Chutkin, the judge in D.C. buck, is... I don't think she's going to do anything other than charge him money because the best thing that could happen to Trump would be before he even gets tried if Democrats put him in prison. Because then, if I were advising him strategically, I would say violate this gag order like crazy. Call her bluff. If she's going to try to put you in prison for calling out what you believe is an illegitimate trial against you, then... I think that's going to play very poorly because you can't you can't then buck point to even hey a jury convicted you then it's one judge decided she doesn't like what you're saying and I think that plays very well for Trump because it definitely looks like the power of the Democrat Party arrayed against him even more so because what I mean, twelve random jurors at least they can point to and be like he did a jury of his peers even though it's a dc jury it's not really a jury of his peers this is like him in cuffs over opinions that's a win for him this is like the my cousin Vinny thing remember when he starts he gets i was actually watching that yesterday i was watching it a couple of days ago too it was on television for some reason yeah it was a great movie and and remember that that you know that southern judge and uh god i can't remember his name but you know the the attorney he's playing from new york they don't get along in the beginning and there are some contempt citations Yes. Uh, that, that come out of all of that. Trump is, there's no way that Trump is going to abide by this. And so I think he, he is going to be in a position where he's going to be paying some fines. Um, I do think Clay, even at this point, I have, the Democrats want to put Trump in a cell for some period of time. Are they actually going to do it? Are they really going to try to do that? I, I don't. And is it even legal to do it? Again, it sounds like a, a, a crazy sitcom pitch. The president goes to prison. I mean, they're not going to let him get shivved somewhere. He's well, going to have to have him, I think they protection. would have to close down a wing of a prison, basically, and keep him in what would be like administrative segregation, 
where, um, you know, the Secret Service would basically be his jailers. I mean, they'd be there with him to protect him, but he'd be in some kind of confinement. Tell me that's not a sitcom. I mean, it's insane. Yes. And, and, and I know as I'm saying this that this is insane, but guys, he's facing multiple felony indictments. I, I don't know. I, I just, this is where I don't think Democrats have really thought it through. Or maybe they have and they're just so insane they don't care. That's the other, that's the but other But you don't even know how it's going to play out. That's the part. I, I get the charges, but yeah, anyway, this yeah. is, we're 2020. You thought 2024 is going to be the craziest year of any of our lives. I think that's very likely. We all need energy for 2024 and beyond. So that's for sure. A good night's rest is helpful, but sometimes it's not enough. Our friends at Chalk have made quite a study on the natural ingredients that provide our bodies with the nutrients that give us stamina, drive, and energy. They've developed two sets of supplements, their male and female vitality stacks. The male vitality stack includes a leading ingredient proven in studies to restore diminished amounts of testosterone by 20% in three months' time. That's key because testosterone is the fuel that keeps us guys moving and grooving. Chalk's female vitality stack is formulated to provide a healthier hormone balance in women. You'll find them both online at chalk.com. That's spelled with a Q as in C-H-O-Q.com. Use my name, Buck. Save 35% off your Chalk subscription for life. Of course, you can cancel at any time, but once you experience how you'll feel taking Chalk supplements, we doubt you will. Chalk, C-H-O-Q.com. Use the name Buck for 35% off your purchase. Download and use the new Clay and Buck app. Listen to the program live. Catch up on any part of the show you might have missed. Use your CNB 24-7 subscription to get access to the guys. Find the Clay and Buck app in your app store and make it part of your day. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Change the world for good by putting others before yourself to glorify God. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. With over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Let it flourish. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation, and three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. 
Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another health care provider. That's HealthLock.com. The Tuesday edition of the show. Reminder, we're going to be in D.C. Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. So the next three days of the week, 104.7, our new affiliate station up in D.C., And the first vote tally is now in on the Speaker of the House. We want to continue to update you on that. And what I am seeing, Buck, correct me if you're seeing something different, is that 20 different Republicans voted against Jim Jordan on the first run of the House Speaker vote. And he could lose, I believe the number is five, but the tally can shift a little bit based on who's voting present, who might not be actually there, how many Democrats show up and who they vote for, and all of those aspects of this. So the question now is, will there be horse trading uh, and uh, and what that situation will look like for um, for Jim Jordan going forward as we get ready for potentially a second ballot, which might well happen while we're on the air as well? Yeah, I, I think this ends with Jim Jordan being speaker. I don't see a way around that. So it's really up to the people that are holdouts on the Jordan side of things. And look, this is also another reminder of why you want to have, I think, a – well, there are many reasons why, but you want to have a big Republican majority in the House because what we've seen here is the majority is so narrow that a very small group of congressmen – can create big problems for the GOP caucus. Like it, it can become a, a real issue very quickly. So, you know, you want to be in a position where you can't have five, six, seven, whatever it is, members of the GOP, um, holding up, uh, all the business that they want to, uh, unless there's, they're very clear on what it is that they want. I mean, I, I sit here now and I, I wonder, I'm like, so there's some votes for Scalise and some votes for McCarthy that's not going to like that's not going to happen right Scalise I think you just told me voted for Jim Jordan that's right so there are people who are voting for Steve Scalise and Steve Scalise is voting for Jim Jordan correct so what is being accomplished in all of this uh at this point you know it's one thing to oust McCarthy but it's another thing um I think to sit here and and then look the good news is 
This is it's a political story. It's real time. It's live. We're covering it. Uh, oh, look, Representative Patrick McHenry, speaker, uh, uh, this uh, speaker's pro tempore, um, tempore. How do you say is it temporary? Temporary, right? Or do you say, yeah, speaker pro temp? I, I always cut off the last three because oh, do? I don't think anybody knows how to say the, uh, the full phrase, right? I mean, <laughs> it would, if it were Latin, it would be pro tempore, right? But speaker pro temp, going with that. Yes. Um, he's talking right now that and he's saying that Jim Jordan doesn't have the, the votes for speakership. So I, I'd be very curious, and I'm sure we'll hear something in the next, uh, you know, probably by the time we're, we're on again in the next hour. What do the people who are not voting for Jim Jordan want? You know, what, what yes. fundamentally, what is it that they think can be accomplished by all of this other than the possibility that, you know, they want to make some statement, they want some attention for an aspect of policy or a cause, or this is just again, personal stuff, which has been a big part of the Kevin McCarthy saga. No doubt. And by the way, we should mention this too. We'll continue to, uh, to follow this because it could turn into a big story. There are reports that a, a hospital has been hit in Gaza and that many people who are Palestinian have died there. Now, um, Hamas oftentimes stores munitions and materials in places that they think will not be attacked because they want to preserve those materials. They'll use basically human shields to try to protect their weaponry. So that allegation is circulating, um, could turn into a big part of this story because it is inevitable, and you know this too, Buck, at some point the Israeli response will kill civilians. It's almost impossible for that not to happen. Especially and when, when that Hamas happens, wants more civilians yes, to die. That's exactly right. When that happens... Hamas will try to issue a moral equivalency and say, see, Israel is killing people just like we killed people. They're no better than us. This is why we had to invade in the first place. And a lot of their allies in the media will trumpet those same arguments. Just giving you a prediction. Final hour, Tuesday edition. Next. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes and their families since 9-11. These are our first responders and service members who serve our communities and our country, or those who die in the line of duty or are severely injured, and our veterans who fought for our nation's freedoms only to return home, fall on tough times, and become homeless. Heroes like Buffalo firefighter Jason Arno and his family. Arno was killed while protecting his community, battling a warehouse fire. He left behind his wife and a young daughter in their darkest hour, Tunnel to Towers provided Arno's wife and daughter with a mortgage-free home. The foundation lifted a financial burden, enabling them to stay in the home where they made memories with their hero. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. Support the families of America's greatest heroes, the families of fallen first responders like Jason Arno, plus Gold Star families with young kids, severely injured service members, and homeless veterans. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams, offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu.
Nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it'll get you, though? For just $20 a month, you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Make the switch today and save an additional 50% off your first month. Choose a wireless company who shares our values. Go to puretalk.com slash clay to switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. That's puretalk.com slash clay.